Welcome to Faith and Liberty Rediscovered. I'm your host, Alan Crippen. Occasionally on this podcast, I like to tell short stories of faith and liberty that feature individuals in key historical and personal moments. I hope you find some inspiration in today's story. Our story begins in the Oval Office of the White House in January of 1989. President Ronald Wilson Reagan is to give his farewell address. Ronald Reagan, for nearly two decades, had spoken about a shining city on a hill, an allusion to the Gospel of Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. Historians later recognize this biblical image to signify the president's political vision in moral and economic terms. In his parting words to the nation, Reagan revisited this image and explained its meaning. Quote, In my mind, that shining city, built on rocks stronger than oceans, windswept, God-blessed and teeming with people of all kinds, living in harmony and peace, a city with free ports that hummed with commerce and creativity, and if there had to be city walls, the walls had doors, and the doors were open to anyone with a will and the heart to get there. That's how I saw it and see it still, close quote. The conviction, clarity, and eloquence with which Reagan spoke is remarkable. There's a reason this speech is famous and still rings true today. But what inspired Reagan's words? What gripped his heart with such conviction? The great president was inspired by a great sermon. In fact, it was called the greatest sermon of the millennium by Harvard University's Peter Gomes. The sermon was entitled, A Model of Christian Charity, and was written and delivered by a Puritan named John Winthrop. Winthrop was a Suffolk County squire and magistrate in England, who with many others had tried to reform the British justice system, and the Church of England, but King Charles I and his regime thwarted those efforts. The king dissolved Parliament, a bastion of Puritan influence in 1628, and arrested and imprisoned nine of its leading Puritan members. That's when Winthrop and others decided to set sail for the English colonies in America, where they hoped to create a new society. Among Winthrop's most influential actions for the future of America was his investment in a faith-based venture capital company, the Governor and Company of the Massachusetts Bay in New England, where he quickly rose to prominence as its CEO. The company would help make a New England in the wilds of America. It was to be a model society for a watching world. Winthrop said that this could not be, quote, a better or more honorable work, close quote, to undertake. Winthrop applied manpower to his vision by assembling in Southampton's port a fleet of ships, the Arabella, Talbot, Ambrose, and Jewel. These ships transported more than 1,000 colonists to Salem, Massachusetts. It was in this pivotal moment that Winthrop gave his Christian charity sermon in which he offered no certainty of success. In fact, Borrowing from nautical imagery that certainly could not have been lost on his hearers who were about to hazard their lives at sea, Winthrop posits the possibility of a political shipwreck. Then he says, Now the only way to avoid this shipwreck and to provide for our posterity is to follow the counsel of Micah, to do justly, to love mercy, to walk humbly with our God. Winthrop closed his sermon. Quote, we are entered into a covenant with him for this work, 
For we must consider that we shall be like a city upon a hill. The eyes of all people are upon us, close quote. One of the most important features of this story is Winthrop's integrative vision for faith-inspired economics and politics. That the Massachusetts Bay Colony was as much a biblical economic vision as it was a political vision. In other words, Winthrop understood the virtue of love as the basis for economic and political prosperity. Reagan understood this as well. The late president remains an American icon because, like Winthrop, he was a fusionist who melded religiously motivated social ideals and values with economic principles. For a nation revisiting its own first principles, perhaps a closer look at Winthrop is in order. His story offers an example for the integration of economic and social concerns under a compelling biblical vision of love for society. When faith guides liberty toward justice, the shining city, in Reagan's words, is, quote, built on rocks stronger than oceans, wind-swept, God-blessed, and teeming with people of all kinds living in harmony and peace, close quote. That was the vision of Winthrop and Reagan. And perhaps it should be ours as well. Faith guides liberty toward justice. I'm Alan Crippen, and this is Faith and Liberty Rediscovered. If you like what you've heard today, please take a moment and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to cordially invite you to visit one of the nation's newest immersive and interactive attractions, the Faith and Liberty Discovery Center. We are located on Independence Mall in the very heart of America's founding metropolis, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania.